morning guys and welcome to another episode of the advice you didn't take with your girl Remy Ray. Um, I'm having an overhaul with my podcast at the moment and I'm in the process of um, gathering some new guests for you guys and stuff and podcasting ain't easy. People that are doing it regularly or have the time to really be consistent with them, I really applaud them because podcasting is something that does take nurturing it takes time to get into the rhythm and it also takes time to figure out the true essence of what your podcast is about when I started the advice you didn't take it was really about connecting women um women in business women um that just had experience that were really wanting to share with the next gen with the next generation of women that were coming up it was less about me and more about us as a collective um so starting the advice you didn't take started very well I went on a bit of a lull um now I'm really excited to get back in the motion of it and it's been a lot to do with just juggling multiple balls it isn't because I don't love podcasting it's more to do with just juggling a lot of stuff on my plate um and throwing life into the mix of it all um, so I thought I would jump on before I release like my new interviews and stuff and see how um, life's been going for me and what I've been up to and the things I've been dealing with and how I am moving forward or deciding to move forward um, with some elements that I've been working on. So let's start with life. Life has been manic. <laughs> Since I got back from Dubai, I have been working my normal job, but then also my side hustles, which you guys know about, like promoting the Mindset Cat Dinner. Um, we're more than halfway sold out now and it's taking place in October. So I'm really hopeful about Mindset Hack and hopefully in the future doing more, and maybe partnering up with a few companies that can really help me um, create the bigger vision that I have for um, the intimate dinner party sessions. Um, I have seven amazing guest speakers coming down um, from therapy to personal finance to self-assurance and self-love to property investment um, to a tarot card therapist as well as well as a regular therapist um, in the building too. Um, so it's going to be amazing. Um, on my on my Instagram page is the link to purchase tickets if you wish. If you already follow me, then I'm happy to take your deposits through my um, PayPal or personal account as well. So if you are interested in attending, there are 17 tickets left or seats, I should say, which covers a free course meal as well. Don't forget, don't forget to DM me if you are interested, because I do believe we will sell out. Um, in other news, don't forget to leave me a review of the podcast um, and go back and listen to some of my earlier episodes, which include some phenomenal people in the UK that are doing some amazing things. Life. Where am I at? I'm everywhere. I am hustling and bustling and trying to get to a space where the rhythm feels comfortable. I'm trying to put myself mentally, physically, um, 
spiritually in a place where I feel comfortable and consistent and can work to the best of my ability. I've really started over the last few months just putting my best foot forward, regardless of the outcome, whether it's a yes, no, maybe, um, just trying to reach for all opportunities that come my way, regardless of like the outcome, if people are interested, not interested, and just going full force with whatever it is that I have to offer whether that's, you know, my morning posts on Instagram, whether that's trying to collaborate with other women um, to get things off the ground, or if it's just me being innovative and just coming up with new things that I want to work on or concepts that I want to build and farm out, um, that's draining, especially with my dyslexia. Um, My mind just thinks so far sometimes and I can't keep up sometimes so I write a lot of stuff down as you guys know I've been on a journey also with paying off my credit card I cannot believe I had a credit card for 12 years and since I had it since I was 18 I've never not been owing money to my credit card companies um it feels really free and I can't explain um a heavy sacrifice has been made as well where I'm putting a lot more money on my credit cards to just pay them down um I really started doing this at the start of the year, but I had paid off another credit card previously, which I did last year uh, for about four and a half K, which was amazing because that was all in the process of like buying a new place and stuff like that. So I feel really liberated, actually. I feel like, oh, my God, I'm going to no longer owe somebody or something, even though I still have my mortgage, but. Um, credit card that is just so stupid man it's it's products or services that you could possibly save for if you give yourself enough time it really is to do with time management and not putting yourself in predicaments that are going to you know hinder your progress like saving a thousand pounds if you knew x y and z time in advance then you could calculate and work out how much money you need to save in order to get to that target goal And really and truly, I've had so much money floating through my hands over the years. I didn't even really need a credit card. It was just convenience. And the fact that credit cards and things like that are so accessible to us. And people don't really teach you about credit and how to use it and how to leverage it and the importance of it. I was speaking to one of my colleagues the other day and I was saying to her that before I even went for my mortgage that I have now, I went for one before, but I didn't know that I had had a default from when I had my flat when I was a lot younger from BT, which I didn't know anything about. When I contacted BT to say I was moving out, they had told me that like my last bill had been paid and stuff. But obviously, because I left that place, I didn't get any letters. I didn't know anything about it. So I had a default on my credit file and not the credit file that I usually check. Another credit file showing that I had this BT. I think it was initially £35 or something like that. Like who wouldn't pay a £35 bill? It's like so crazy. Anyway, that actually blocked me from getting my first mortgage for property that I saw outside of London, which I really, 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 really wanted. Um, and, and I couldn't get it because I couldn't get this thing cleared off my mortgage in time to hold the offer, which was really shitty and, um, probably started highlighting my usage of my credit card and to me. And now I have one more payment to go and I will be credit card free. Um, I'm never intending to ever use a credit card 
in any capacity again. Um, I know they say keep it for emergencies and I probably will always keep it in my drawer somewhere just in case something happens outside of my um outside of my scope but the reality is is that um I speak a lot about finance and having an emergency fund and three to six months worth of um, expenses is really really important which I'm in a motion of trying to do so I don't foresee something that's going to be outside of my scope because I'm already planning towards making sure that that never happens and God willing it doesn't um so if you are in credit card debt you've been in debt you have any debt consumer debt student loans store cards things of that nature um i would 100 million percent say take a look um sit down and go for your finances with a fine tooth comb pull your credit reports and don't be afraid of your credit man a lot of people i know are like oh i don't want to know about it you want to know about it trust me especially if you're thinking of doing things such as buying a house or any major purchases that will really be affected by um, borrowing money in that capacity. And to be honest with you, if I can help it for the rest of my life, I will never borrow any substantial amounts of money um, part of mortgage because it really is a waste of time. It really is a waste of um, energy. I remember when I was younger, I had a car on HP, um, the car was, I think, £5,000. I put £1,500 as a deposit down. And then I had the rest of this money to pay over the course of, I think it was two and a half years. Two and a half years or three could have been. And I hated paying this payment. Oh, my God. Every month I hated it. I just hated, 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 hated it. And I ended up paying it off early because I just hated the process. So... I know for many years I've never really liked it, but like I said, if you're not taught that financial language, that financial management, you'll probably always struggle. I didn't come from a family who really ever spoke about money. I never came from um, a family that really ever sat down and showed me the way or the ropes to take. If I had known, I probably would have had my mortgage many, many, many years ago. And I probably wouldn't have been so concerned with materialism and things that I don't even know where they are now that I brought or went out of my way to buy. Um, so, yeah, we will be speaking a lot about personal finance and paying down debt and things of that nature um, at the Mindset Hack dinner. So, like I said, if you're interested, grab your ticket and come along. Uh, what else has been going on with me? Um, this week, I spoke or last week I should say now um, I spoke at RBS headquarters um, for an investment company that invests into entrepreneurs with a form of disability or things of that nature and obviously I'm dyslexic which means in the eyes of the world I have a disability um, and dyslexia is a strange disability because it's not visual so people assume nothing is wrong it's like having mental health. You could look absolutely fine on the outside and inside you're crying out for help and attention, but nobody can see. Um, so it can be very frustrating sometimes. But um, I was invited to come down and speak about failure and my failures in business, which is obviously a subject that hardly ever gets spoken about um, because everybody's so interested in showing their showreel on the gram and social media. Um I've spoken about failure to you guys before, so I'm not going to bore you with the usual schmusual details. But I hadn't done a public 
um, speaking engagement for a long time. Not for a long time, much. Yeah, actually, a little while to be honest. Um, and I felt nervous, strangely, even though it's my story and I know it inside and out. I felt a little bit nervous. Um, but I think that was just the fact that I haven't spoken in a large crowd for a long time. It was probably about 150 people there, maybe, um, in an auditorium kind of setting. So you can imagine. Um, and it's just you. you. You get your 10 minutes and you go. And um, when I left the stage, a few people came up to me and was just like, oh, my God, your story, your story, your story, your story. And I was just like... I know it's a lot. <laughs> it was a lot to deal with, especially when you are a lonesome entrepreneur trying to navigate your way through. You put your trust in older entrepreneurs to kind of guide you and protect you and they take the advantage. But what's so funny is that I always said I would never do another partnership, but I, I know I love working with other people and I know my weaknesses now. So I am all open for it. And I'm, I am in a process of working on some other projects with some other amazing women. Um, so I guess I don't have that fear anymore. But failure is so important. Um, if you've ever failed in something, you should take a note, take a second and write down a few notes of how that failure made you feel and how you've been able to overcome it. Because that also helped me figure out what my next steps would be and how I would tread when I engage in new partnerships with others and what questions to ask because I'm no longer fearful of you know worrying about the ifs the buts the maybes kind of thing so if you've ever failed write them down if it's ever like held you back from excelling or moving forward um what else has been going on with me um business i'm still working on the ebook for hidden creatives the dyslexia elements um and mastering the world the modern world via dyslexia so i'm working on that at the moment i am in tune with my first session for therapy which is taking place in august i had booked into speak with another therapist but the relationship changed so now we kind of like we're basically accountability partners instead of um having normal therapy like you would have with another therapist so the new therapist I have I'm actually going to go to her location and sit with her and talk to her I found her online um I just put in black therapist and I looked through a long list that they have when you google it and she just kept sticking out to me on all the different um platforms and I thought let me try her so I will be going to try her on the 1st of August so I'll let you know how I get on with that um when I tell people I'm going to see a therapist they always assume that something's wrong nothing is essentially wrong but I am aware that there are things um that have happened or experiences that I've experienced throughout my growth as a woman and I would like to get a better hold on them sometime for the near future and um, the relationships that I continue to build and that's one of the reasons why I want to go to a therapist um, for many older Caribbean people they're like that's foolishness but I know that habits um, you know being a creature of nature 
these things can actually unfold into new relationships and friendships and things of that nature. So I always want to be mindful of how I am and always being the person that I say or want to be every single time that I step out of my house. I always want to be me um, without the extra emotion, without the extra sensitivity. I'm not saying those things are bad, but I'm just saying without the extraness of it. So that's one of the re- like the reason I'm going to see a therapist. And I also believe that therapists don't only have to see you when you are in dire, dire, dire need. You can speak to a therapist when you want to speak to somebody outside of your circle, outside of your immediate comforts, just to unpack some of what goes on in your mind. And like I said, with my dyslexia, my mind is constantly going. I'm constantly in movement mode. And sometimes you just want to unload and rest. Um, so I'm really excited about that, actually. Um, I think that therapy is good for the soul in every capacity and I don't believe there's an end time or a slot or something of that nature that you have to essentially adhere to I think you do it until it makes you feel like you're at a place where you can navigate by yourself or you do it forever Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day with Oprah and she was speaking to this guy. His name slips my mind all the time, even though I go back and look at it a hundred times. But he was talking about kind of like the essence of life and that um, basically he was just saying that life really is as simple as you make it or as hard as you make it kind of thing and he she you know Oprah asks these deep deep questions and um he basically says something so profound to to her which was we think we're humans with a spirit couldn't it be that we are spirits embodied in a human body basically and I thought oh my god how crazy is that like what if it's the other way around? What if it really is that we're actually spirits and we're just embodied in a human form? And if that's the case, that would make a lot of sense because spirit, like spiritually, we say that our spirit, our soul and everything is basically what moves us, what, what puts us in a whole other dimension. But the human body is kind of, what keeps us grounded if if you want but what if it was that way and not the fact that we're just humans stupid humans that only use like less than 10% of their brain capacity crazy um I don't know why I decided to tell you guys that but that's been playing on my mind since I listened to the super soul sunday episode with um Oprah and this guy um her conversations are so freaking deep like deep 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 um so that's it really I have been living I've been trying to be present as much as I can be I've been trying to check in with people that check in with me I feel very grateful to have amazing 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 women around me that support me that you know tell me I'm amazing and I hopefully I've I hope they know that I feel the same about them because I have a very small knit of people that I really entrust um to really speak that real shit to and um you know I'm grateful things are moving um yesterday I felt uh 
a really strange feeling come over me, which was like, things are going to be okay, everything's going to be fine. And I haven't had a feeling like that in many, 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 many years. So I feel like that. And that's why I decided today's the day I'm going to jump on and I'm going to podcast for you guys. So stay tuned, stay updated. Or I will continue to update you. See, I'm losing my mind. Um, I start boot camp this morning, so I thought I would record before I go and get my ass whooped at this boot camp that I found on the gram. I will keep you posted about it because I haven't been yet, so I've got nothing to report. Um, I hope you guys have a fantastic day. The sun is beating in London um, and it has been for the last few weeks. I hope that you guys enjoy it because we don't know in the UK when it will come back or when it will leave and if it will be gone forever. Um, so whatever it is that you guys do, do with positivity, do it with the best energy that you have and always be the best you in every circumstance. Put yourself first in every instance. Sent with love. Thank you for listening. Bye.